Hey everyone, I'm Luke Gaston, and you're listening to Goofin'. Thanks for tuning in to Goofin', the only podcast that interviews comedians. That's right. Uh, thanks for being here. Hope you're all doing good. Hope you're doing well out there in the world that's scary. Uh, well, it's not scary here. It's going to be a good episode today. Uh, today I talked to my friend who's, uh, she ran shows, and she quit comedy, and it was interesting talking to her because she, I mean, at this point, you can't be, I mean, some of the people who are quitting comedy are like, yeah, that makes sense, Any, anyone, because it's just like, well, the infrastructure exploded, and I got to pay bills. Uh, but my guest today, she's super funny. She she said something that kind of made me go, oh, okay. She, she was like, yeah, I quit comedy, and I uh, I got a job, and uh, for the first time in like four years, I'm really happy. And I was like, huh. Anyway, uh, Joe Kimbrell, everyone. Goofing. Goofing. No? Just goofing. Uh, <laughs> do you just start recording and not tell me? Is that how you That's do usually this? how this works. <laughs> okay. She probably, you're, you would benefit from having started already, I'm sure. This sounds great. I'm happy. Yeah, you sound good. That's you grow the hair back out. I am. It's. I actually have it up in a twist right now. What the? Who the hell are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm a lady with a Christmas mullet. Is who I am. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's coming in. I sh- I haven't shaved my head since April. So and I had, so I'd had it shaved for like, I guess two and a half years at that point. That was just my hairstyle. Yeah, I and I started shaving my head because I realized I, be- I I'm becoming a man, you know. <laughs> it's happening finally an old, an old man <laughs> yeah. your girlfriend must be thrilled yeah, yeah. D- what do you mean you have gray hair or you're losing it or something uh the widow's peak is is peaking mm. real far back behind the yeah curtain. yeah you can try bangs i would love no they get there's like my hairs won't die they won't pop out they just get they they're wilting on the front so oh, i just no. have this sad just soft yeah i don't I don't do Zoom comedy, really. Nobody really asks me to, which is fine. And uh, I did in like April, May, I, I did a little talk show thing, but it was too much. I, I couldn't do it anymore. And, you know, Zoom is Zoom. Um, but I, I think people don't highlight the benefits of doing stuff like this enough. Like I was making pancakes and eating them like 30 minutes ago and I'm wearing sweatpants and like, nice. I don't, you don't have to do anything to like, it's normally, especially for where like people like us live to go do comedy. It's like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour in the car, it can, yep. you know, and then all of the makeup you have to put on your face. Cause of course, you know, and all the, yeah, the weed. Yeah, all the weed you have to smoke, trying to navigate, getting lost. <laughs> I would hate lost. wearing makeup. Yeah, I, I don't wear it anymore. I st- I haven't put makeup on my face since March. Right on. It's it's great. It all expired, so I threw it away. And <laughs> wait, it can expire? I didn't know. Oh expire. yeah, it's oh for sure. There's it's moldy. Weird sh- I mean, it can. It can get. It can get biological makeup. Oh, it can. Whoa. Yeah, and you have you can't you like mascara and stuff that's what that goes that's the stuff that goes on your eyelashes right right you you have to throw that away every six months a lot of people don't know that because it gets you can get like well it does get clumpy that's good that's smart for you to say it it (laughs) it can give you eye infections and stuff you can like lose your eyes yeah it's gross you little pink eye capsule that's gross (laughs) yeah because people keep it in your bathroom you keep your eye makeup in the same room you poop in 
Yeah. Yeah, they're just funny about people's phones too, is they must be just like caked with poop, huh? Oh god. It's just cake. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you <laughs> 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 not t- like not like a sheen but like a tiny <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of crust in the <laughs> micro or the uh, headphone port yeah i think depending on what yeah. you're doing in the bathroom i'm not saying like you, you press a have... button and it squishes i'm saying like it's <laughs> <laughs> it's just ca- it's cake i mean you used the word caked <laughs> i feel like that implies I've been watching a lot it's, of Great British Bake Off, so I, I'm oh yeah I'm fucking into it. The new season, I'm watching that. I just my lady and I have been watching, you know, because quarantine, you just usually like if you have like a Christmas break or some kind of vacation, you're like, oh, we're gonna fucking go deep on this show. But like this year, it's been like, oh, let's watch like 40 different shows to completion. Yeah, and Great British Bake That's Off, been one of them. Holy fuck! Yeah, I know. I never thought I'd care so much about flaky pastry yeah um it's good stuff you get teleported to like i love i I love just saying just learning british accents from that show oh yeah it's a nice bike (laughs) (laughs) overbiked dodgy (laughs) it's dodgy no it's gonna tip over yeah <laughs> when they're like hardcore coke and you're like oh fuck there's one gal who had uh like porcelain dentures in oh man they got oh. crazy teeth she was like so hard she she had dentures and the thickest scottish accent so she was just like <laughs> my grandkids love this <laughs> yeah yeah this part's great for the wee ones to help. And these, yeah. Uh, yeah. You could see like the years of repressed British culture too. They suddenly oh. cry on like when something yeah, doesn't they bake. Cry, cry over a, a, having 11 muffins instead of a dozen. Yeah, <laughs> they do. And they get so red while they're, because <laughs> they're cook. you're cooking. I mean, well, and they, they give them impossible. It's like, you need to make a seven tiered cake filled with chocolate mousse topped with chocolate sculpture Alas. and you have two hours and 45 minutes go and like have I, five minutes yeah. <laughs> yeah god it's good it's good i never thought i mean that's that's when i realized i mean do you ever think the 18 year old version of yourself would kick the shit out of you if they realized what you've What's done happening right yeah. now <laughs> yeah. yeah i think the 18 year old version of myself would be pretty disgusted with my life um <laughs> in general <laughs> like how did you let this happen <laughs> That's but yeah good. The, the th- i like doing laundry on a friday night and watching british people um you know mm-hmm. faint and over no. a over a tiramisu love that yeah. yeah it's fine i do i do much prefer this this life to uh, uh yeah the one we left <laughs> you know what's weird is <laughs> i've gotten used to sleeping ah yeah sleep it, like if i get if i get less than eight hours i'm like oh what happened mm. oh I'm a bit I'm, groggy i can't today. function yeah, yeah i know it's crazy to not have to not like get home at you know one in the morning with a belly full of wendy's chicken nuggets and then have (laughs) 
ride three hours of adrenaline from whatever you just oh, totally. left. And uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy to like how, how quickly I accepted <laughs> that comedy is dead. Overnight, like, you just went, yeah. fucking nope. Well, there was a moment of, you know, because I had shows, you had shows. There was a moment of, okay, I have to email 20 people right now, you yep. know, and, and figure out what's happening and, uh, you know, check in with everybody and make sure people know everything's canceled and, you know, and maybe in a couple weeks we'll, we'll reschedule this show. Yeah. That, that was cute. <laughs> um, and then, then there was some grief once I realized, um, this is like therapy. Thank you, Luke. You're the <laughs> hey, no problem. I'm going to process. It's, it's my... really good that you went through the 12 steps of grief. Or yeah, many steps of whatever. Grief so I definitely went through 12 steps during this quarantine too. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was sad about it. And then, then I was like, Oh, I feel better. Like I feel so much better. And wow. I sleep and I don't have to talk to a lot of people I don't want to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a five-minute spot, Joe? Oh my God! And yeah, and that will, and that's the you know I've kept in touch with some people because I have you know I'm not a complete sociopath. I have yeah. some some friends, and um, <laughs> don't fact check that. <laughs> no sociopath. Joe yeah. Kendall. That's how that better be the Instagram promo for sure. But yeah, um, that's the only way people know me anymore. It's like because I'm not doing comedy. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, that freak had a comedy show. She's terrible." So now I don't have to. It's not even just people like people I don't like that I don't want to talk to. I just you know just having to wrangle that number of people every month. It takes a lot of energy. And then yep. that went away, and I was like, "Oh man, I have energy for a lot of other things right now." Yep. And um aren't you missing that extra fifty dollars in your pocket though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 stakes were almost non existent when it was uh -huh. there, you know what I mean? Like there was really was nothing to lose. Other but you than got like when you're doing when you're producing live shows at places like breweries and other places, yeah. you have to like step out of yourself to make it to make it work. You have to sell it. Yeah, you yeah. yeah, you have to not care about your ego and your interests and what you your your art, you know, and you My need to art. let you're the lifeguard, you know, and er, all, the uh, everyone else is the kids playing and you just have to make sure no one dies at your show and then you're you're yep. done. Yep. <laughs> Be sure you get every kind of kid on the field, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if it's getting if it's last period mm -hmm. a minute left, you need to start yelling, you know, Pass yeah. it to Jimmy. Pass Other it to Jimmy. Otherwise, school other school districts might get a little wise to you. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be that team. No. <laughs> you don't want to yeah. be that team. You know what's funny is my uh my lady was I was talking to how you like you kind of stepped away from comedy. She's a mother and she quit comedy, so now she's like she stopped being bad at both or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that was that was your joke, and joke. I did, Yeah, that was your joke, and I didn't know it was your joke. <laughs> and I thought she was just like I was like, holy fuck, my lady just fucking. <laughs> what a sick burn! <laughs> I was like, who are you? Man, thanks. That's a double burn because you've probably heard me say that at, at least a hundred times, it's and true. Uh, it's true. You just became deaf to 
deep down it's yeah no i I don't know (laughs) when you hear (laughs) as many jokes as we hear oh yeah no i yeah and then you're just trying to keep track of your own jokes yeah after you sometimes somebody's joke will pop into my head something will happen and i'll be like oh that's funny and then i i'm like there's like six possible comics that could be i can't even place who it is like yeah they're all in there you know that one weed joke by that one white comic with yeah. the hoodie? <laughs> <laughs> the guy wears the hoodie. That guy? Yeah. You know that gal who has a vocal fry? Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I just needed to make sure I didn't, hadn't slipped into it. I like to do vocal warm-ups like that. That's good. Vocal fry is amazing. Vocal fry. <laughs> you got I'm going to go to the park, and then I'm going to get some Frida. <laughs> let's get mimosas yeah yeah you would never hear someone like that in real life i'm like oh god oh yeah it's a lot of female comics so is it oh there yeah let's few. let's get canceled today luke let's I'd do it to- <laughs> <laughs> that's my goal is let's cancel you i i don't yeah. think if i you know if i brought like the most racist comic on and put it on <laughs> would i get canceled by just by proxy um it's possible yeah i yeah. guess i th- i think people cancel by association now we should probably end the podcast then uh just kidding which one of us is it closeted <laughs> <laughs> yeah. racist Corporate. yeah <laughs> no um no we don't have to talk shit about anybody luke that's not who we are that's not what no, we do. i'd I, love the, to hear you talk sh- little shit though oh, I mean, I, i'm sure that'll happen luke, uh, what i really want to know is what is like what's wrong with you because <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're you're so and I, you know i'm from the east coast and so you're you stand out as a a very stereotypical Colorado native with a beard who does you know boot work and then you're normal you're like a you're like a squeaky clean normal nice person but then I also kind of like I've known you for a few years there's whatever is dark that is bubbling beneath the surface like it's dark and I don't know what it is (laughs) (laughs) I want to ask you a question what's wrong with that's funny Well, uh, wow. Do you want to know? You want to well, know you, the darkness? I mean, you. I'm interviewing you now, so yes. No, All right. Well, it's it's the where is the because I know the stuff that you think is funny, and I know you you have to be a, more of a sick person than you let on. Oh yeah, I. Uh, well, uh, I'm actually not a Colorado native. I was born in Wyoming. Oh surprise. well, that yeah. Okay. That's like Colorado in a straight jacket. Yeah. That's like real crazy. Western. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Because you have all these restrictions like don't do this. This is the land of do whatever you want, but also fuck you do this. You know? Yeah. It's the Midwest too. Kind of. <laughs> yep. I uh, was born in Wyoming, moved to Colorado when I was eight, kept moving mm-hmm. around, didn't have a lot of friends growing up. So I, okay. I kind of, and I was also a chubby kid. Oh, so I was okay. just not having a lot of friends and I had to get funny. And uh, <laughs> there yep, there it is. Yeah, I am. Um, I get that. I was. I definitely had to get funny as a kid too. Did you get bullied. I, I got. Oh bullied yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Being fat and, is so. Were you fat? No, no, I wasn't fat. I was. Pro- I was too skinny. That's we're like Jack Spratt and his fat wife over here. 
Yeah, I know. I was too skinny, so I would get called, a, you know, Skeletor or whatever. And then, uh, you know, kids just suck. I wore kids glasses. Are brutal. I started wearing glasses when I was seven, and I didn't get boobs till I was like twenty-five. So <laughs> <laughs> when I had a baby, yeah, right. They come in late sometimes <laughs> for us. But yeah, I th- every like every comedian has like a real terrible origin story. Yeah, a um, lot of it was just like uh, a lot of people because i had like friend group i here's a story i um here's a story (laughs) (laughs) here's a story at winnie the pooh no uh so uh i had like a really bad thing happen when i was growing up i had these these uh neighborhood friends these are like my only friends because like you know i was fat and i like i just moved there and i had these neighborhood friends and they're like my friends for a long time and then i we all went to different high schools and they started doing like a lot of drugs and like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I they was were like, cool. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were cooler than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we like kind of fall out for a bit. My neighborhood friends one day, like, like I haven't seen them like a year and I come home from lunch from high school one day and I, I go into the garage and I like realize like the, the door to the house is locked in the garage. I'm like that's weird. That's not happened ever. So I go around the, I go around the house and I, I start seeing, I see my friends running away and they had gloves on and backpacks and they're sprinting what away. What the fuck? Yeah. And I get inside and I see all my, my Xbox games and <gasps> all my electronics in a, in a plastic bag. Those little felons. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so wow. I like grew up like having this thing where it was like, I, I probably should have seen a therapist for that, but you know, there's this, there's this part of me that's like, oh. I don't know, like, I can't trust people and yeah. I need to be able to have this level of, like, of, I can let Safety? go of pain. Yeah. 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 Did you, did you have to tell your parents? Like, did you, you had to tell oh, them Oh, yeah. You happened. know what's even crazier is they came back. They came back, like, 20 minutes later and they tried what? to lie to me at the front door going, like, yeah, we were just playing a prank on you, dude. Like, we were just going to leave a note saying, like, come hang out <laughs> with us. Cause, and I was like, dude. Because you're a friend so much. Because I made eye contact with them when they're running wow. away. I'm like, wow, look at you yeah. guys. Where are you guys going? What are you guys doing here? Right. You, they didn't stop and be like, oh, we were going to surprise you with a fun prank where we take your shit away from you and you don't know what happened <laughs> <Yeah>. to it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's that's really that's a really mean thing. And then that you know it's crazy, dude. Is I I I saw that and I was like, oh, I should never do drugs ever. But now, like, what kind of drugs did, did they do? I'm pretty sure coke. Oh yeah, oh, that's cokehead behavior for sure. Coke, yeah, any the upper the upper drugs seem to have the hooks. Oh. In them. Yeah, yeah, I can't I, do those. You can, but. <laughs> 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 no, that attitude you can't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why, I like you know, weed, mushrooms. That's it. Yeah, I mean, it's like th- those are the, the the you know the the hills give those to you. Those are treats. Right. They're they're nature. They're yeah. from nature. Thanks. Yeah, I I don't even smoke weed anymore. It's too much for me. I just will pop an edible mm. now and then. And I like I just while I was eating my pancakes, popped a little a ten to ten. I like Whoa. the CBD, yeah. Which that's that's my big dose these days. Where oh, it's no. it's so funny. I went from like it used to take me. I would like start with thirty milligrams. You know, take a few hits of somebody's joint, smoke a bowl, and then yeah. I'd be like, I'm almost there. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Do you have a lot now of pain? 
I used to. I used to have um, chronic pain and like fibromyalgia kind of stuff. And then um, in the last few years, it's got a lot better. But, right. I, you know, I've, I've consistently worked on it, you know, trying to get myself to feel better. And That's so, a yeah. Thing. What is that? Like, it whenever doesn't... you have pain, a lot of the times mm-hmm. it's like you got to do a lot of painful things oh to my... make that pain. Yeah. Away. Well, and it's even if it's not painful things, it's just like you have to stay. It has to be your life. It has to be like a focal point of your life to, to make it go away. Cause, because when it's bad, it becomes the focal point of your life. Cause yep. there were times when, God, we're sad people. There are times <laughs> when. <laughs> Cut me open, man. I love that we're just like, what's, what's your trauma? And uh, (laughs) I've never done that before on this pod. I'm not like, what's wrong with you? That's cool. I love trauma. I like, (laughs) it is inherently interesting. It is. No, I think, I think just more people need to make it regular and not a big deal to talk about. But yeah, Yeah. I, uh, when I was in real bad pain and stuff, like I would, it was the kind of like, I wouldn't want to get out of bed all day. Oof you know, kind of thing. And it would, and it would affect my eating and my sleeping and everything and my mood certainly. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, you know, a lot of it is mental too, I think. And you have to get, kind of get your shit together. And then it, it, when you're in the middle of it, when people suggest that, that it's like, oh, have you tried, you know, meditating or whatever? You're like, fuck you. That's not <laughs> I like, know. I can't breathe any other way than how I'm breathing. Shut up. But then like you, it's not about that action. It's about like, you know, putting your best self forward and really like sticking to something consistently, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And I it think, ha- yeah, I think meditation is like, if you're, if you're, if you never meditate, you know, however you meditate, but like, it's, if, if you don't, it's like you're shoving things that bother you under the rug and the rug's getting <laughs> higher and higher. Yeah. And well, if you don't sort those out, it gets silly. Yeah. And I think like meditating in its own way kind of is that but in a it's like a healthy shoving it's it's like shoving things under the rug that you're gonna wrap up roll up and take outside to throw in the dumpster you know where it's like you're like oh you know i can just let go of all that shit and it doesn't make me a fucking dimwit or an Mm -hmm. idiot or a a numb person you can just let it go and then you don't have to yeah you can give a healthy shove (laughs) how many comics because you you and i have both posted (laughs) a bunch of open mic comedy we've met all the goblins oh, all the ghouls and <laughs> yeah <laughs> how yeah. many of those people do you think would benefit more from instead of doing stand-up comedy <laughs> getting therapy um <sighs> you know honestly i don't think it would make a difference do you know what nice. i mean like i, I, I don't like I think, I, not, I, I'm certainly not advocating for using stand-up as therapy, and I've never. Mm-hmm. Though there are definitely, you know, I've done it. Everybody does it sometimes. Sometimes you just enter territory that is vulnerable, and you do it with the intention of you. You know, yes, you're going to try to make it funny, but you, the intention is I'm going to be vulnerable and see what happens. For me, anyway, when I've done it, um, but I don't really think it's a healthy therapy alternative. (laughs) Um, And I I say that as somebody who like, I've, I've tried, I didn't try uh, enough is sort of what I hear to find a good therapist. But I did try for a little while, um, shortly after I moved to Colorado to find a therapist, and which I had needed for some time, I think. And it just, I kind of did it. I was like, no, this isn't for me. Like, and it's not, 
like I'll t- I can talk about things with people, with that, but the, I guess that's it is like, I don't, I do have tools to deal with the, you know, the stuff that I deal with. And, and I do have people to talk to that know me who I, you know, who I trust more to give me or who at least whose advice I can parse out or, you know, whatever. Cause I yeah. know the person they are. I don't. And so it just, it's not for me, but I think like, it's definitely for a lot of people. And right. I, and I, <laughs> you heard it here I, first. yeah, I think comics, a lot of the comics we know, a lot of comics in general could definitely benefit from some kind of self oh, um, awareness. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's part two of that question. Yeah, what is it about the social awkwardness? What's, do you mean what's wrong with everyone? What's wrong with No, comics? well, that's a big question, huh? What is wrong well, no, with comics? But you mean so socially, like... Why are there so can... many people at open mics where I'm like, have you, I think, is they just not socialized and they get on stage for the first time and you're seeing this person who is, like, their own world. They're in their yes, own world. Yeah, there's no self-awareness there. And I think, I don't know, I mean... As, especially open mics like and you've probably heard me say it like open mic is for everybody you know and <laughs> and <laughs> that means everybody and I, and I think I I've always found it really funny that comics who find themselves to be you know on a different level you know I mean, there's different levels at open at open mics and there's some people who are just there to try talking to pe- to people yeah. yeah and we've known those people you know mm-hmm. and and they're uh, you know i i, I really i mean i don't want to say i envy them but but <laughs> it's just it's it's interesting to be able to enter that room and not worry about being judged you know, or, yeah. or maybe, maybe they are, maybe that's, maybe that's why they're doing it. Maybe that's the, you know, they just want to feel like what it Overcome. feels like to have eyes on them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and feel judgment, but like, <laughs> yeah. there's a level, there's a level of just like, I'm the fucking shit. Yeah, there's right. just some part of you. And that's the other, that's, what's funny is you at open mics, you share time with people who are there to, to practice jokes um, that they're getting paid, you know, one to two dollars a minute to tell. Yep. Um, and then you have people who want to be doing that, and then you have um, the others. <laughs> the, go- the goblins. Yeah. yeah. And I like to think they come out of the ground outside and they they roll into the open mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just sprout up after. 6 p.m. with a corduroy jacket on mm-hmm. and they, they get come a couple in. tall boys yeah yep. yeah they bring box wine into your into your venue and they sit in the back with a purple mouth yeah no we've seen some things luke i think <laughs> oh yeah there's there's a um what does tobias say that people do People some sometimes people sign up for open mic because the list for karaoke was too long. Like yep. it's really just it's just for fun. It's just like oh, I see people do that. I want to do that. Which I mean, that's why any of us does it. Yeah. But like the self awareness has to come at some point. I think the self awareness needs to start poking its head when you've been up there five <laughs> times and not, you're nothing. and you're still telling a joke about the doctor giving you a colonoscopy yeah. like yeah <laughs> take my wife please yeah, yeah. Why is that not oh, working? oh do you want to know the best one i ever heard there yes. was an open oh, mic comic yeah. 
it's not here. It was uh, um, in Raleigh, North Carolina, um, where I, that's where I started open mics. Um, right before I moved to Colorado, pretty much, I started doing open mics in uh, North Carolina, and there were these old timers that would come, you know, that were doing the same five minutes since 1997 or whatever. Um, there's like a, you know, Lewinsky joke in there or whatever, but this man, <laughs> they're, they're dad jokes, you know, like golf course jokes, yeah. like they're, they're like dude jokes that, you know, dads tell their kids and they're, <laughs> so, so, uh, this man would do, um, excuse me, he would do this, this joke where he said, he's like, ah, my wife, uh, my wife served me with divorce papers and, uh. I uh, took him to my lawyer and God damn it. I can't, I, I fucked it up. It's, you know, maybe he was brilliant. He said, he's like, my wife, she's a double amputee and she served me with divorce papers. And my, I showed my lawyer and she said, don't, he said, don't worry. She doesn't got a leg to stand on. <laughs> I like that joke. Right. That's and, good. Cause if your dad told it to you, you would like it. But then if you host an open mic and <laughs> you see that man once a week. Oh, doing the same, doing the same joke every time, you know, it hurts a little bit. <laughs> it starts to chip away at you. That is what's weird about jokes. It's like, it's a one-off maybe, I mean, if yes. you, there's a few out there that you're like, okay, this one is so funny that I can just pocket it forever and just appreciate it for how funny it was. Yeah. But it but I, does get dull. Yeah. At some point, even those jokes, it's like you, there's, there'll be one, you know, turning point when you tell it and you're like, huh, something's like, that didn't go the same way anymore. Yeah. Like I, I need to look at that again. Yeah, it, it does. You squeeze out all the juice. And that's, I, I guess there is something to you, the familiarity you have with it, you know, yeah. you can know your jokes too well and then they're boring to you so because you canceled yourself what do you think the chances yeah. of me getting canceled are um have you t taken out your penis at anyone at anyone no well <laughs> at, at any woman ever no, at I any mean, comics yeah i think if you don't do that um, okay that's a good, you're good what's the checklist what's the not get canceled now <laughs> <laughs> you're you're recording right i'll say yeah. them all in okay. order of severity no <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know. Cause I think people get canceled for, um, I, first of all, sometimes canceling is just the consequences of your fucking actions. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you can't be a monster yeah. and expect, and also I think a lot of people who do shitty things don't understand that you saying, I'm sorry, doesn't come with a requirement that everyone goes, okay, come on back now. He like, said he was sorry. Yeah. Like sometimes fuck you, you know, and mm. not, and not because it's anything personal, like, because it's like, it's either a job that you're taking seriously or a hobby that you're doing for fun. And I think in either case, you shouldn't take your dick out at the pottery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Well, and also we shouldn't have to socially include you to make you feel better either because yeah. i like that as well right right because we're, it's just we're like fuck yeah either i'm doing this to be professional and i don't have time for your bullshit and i don't care to take you on as a risk because you're a dodgy person or i'm doing this for fun and you piss people off so like you know it's just like yeah. there's no there's no room for for some shit but then there's other things where it's like i think people get canceled for absolute mistakes you know yeah. and and especially when it goes back like five or ten years it's like 
Right. Damn. Well, I mean, people get canceled over misspeaking on the news, but you know, and it's like you, not even not like not like oopsie, I said something <laughs> monstrously racist, like like yeah, oopsie daisy. <laughs> but like getting tongue-tied and saying the wrong thing mm-hmm. gets, you know, or there's question about it sometimes. So yeah, I don't know. I, saying I a think, big word. Yes, big words. Yeah. Oh, big words. Yeah. I I think sometimes um or I, I think eventually it's gonna we're, it's gonna swing back the other yeah. way, and we're gonna laugh at how uptight this this period was. Yeah. How how mentally ill we kind of got from social media for a while. <laughs> right. Well, and you know, it's social media just like comedy. The stuff that everyone's talking about is just the stuff that like the loudest people are are saying. Yeah. You know, and so it's like if you when you hear people saying like you can't make joke about a joke about blah blah blah, it's just because they're being louder and because it's relevant mm-hmm. to you that you hear it and you internalize it and you're like, can I not? Am I a bad person? I don't that know. Has you know? 120 likes. It must be true. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's angry reacting to what I'm saying. <laughs> I got. I had to get off Facebook. I'm. I. I. Good. I wasn't on it for the longest time, and people used to get so mad at me um, because I would book shows via email. And is it, I guess emails different feels different for everyone. Yeah. Then sending a, a group message on Facebook. And so people would be like, why don't you have Facebook? So then I got it. And then I got on it and I was like, it sucks. Why are you guys doing this? <laughs> like, yeah. like I like people so much better when I know them and I don't have to know oh. which, what golden girl they are and what they think <laughs> about the election. Like, I love that. Yeah. I, I, uh, you know, if I was you, uh, I would for fucking sure delete all social. I mean, the only reason I like I, I even <laughs> do social media is because I'm like I love comedy, and I yeah. it, you have to have that hard link to an audience, and if you yes. don't have that, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're and talk well, to your dog. I, and see, I didn't have that really on with Facebook, and I use I still am on Instagram, I, but I like I enjoy the things I see. I I feel like it's yeah. Facebook sucks. Facebook sucks. It's a cesspool. And Instagram is Facebook, but cuter. The pictures, yeah. Pictures, yeah. Not worse. Yeah, it is. It's the same. It's all the same. Yeah, but it is weird. Yeah, like when you hear like someone with a big post on like a uh, oh, on a in, a in a comedy scene, kind of bleeding over into your scene, where it's like, yeah, whoa. If you even fucking think about doing this, <laughs> here's the twenty page bullet list. Why you're yeah. a piece of shit. And I'm the boss, so I'm going to tell yeah. you what's up. Do you know I who I am? I yeah. did the Limestone Comedy <laughs> Festival in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> I brought everyone in Tulsa to their fate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think... Comedy uh, Central looked at me one time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to go to an audition to go to an audition. So yeah. fuck you. Yeah. My mom says I'm funny. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think it's that's funny because I think local comics in any scene, I think ha- there's there's different dynamics everywhere. But I think one thing that's fun about here is um, a lot of the like, you know, those of us who are on the same level, some some of them act like they do it uh, professionally, like as if they have no other income. And 
everyone knows that that's uh, it's like we're like we all know how much money we all make like yeah. you know, <laughs> like you're because yeah. most comics i feel like for a very long time even some some comics who look as look as successful as we would hope to ever be are often supported by a spouse or a parent or you yep. know the or government a one bedroom apartment for cheap or right you know. or yeah and five roommates and whatever and it's like it's not a very independent lifestyle like you need yeah. to, and the problem you know, with it too is you have a few people who make it look so lavish like getting in the van going on tour with uh, we're going through a tour and it's like they're doing like a like a crowdsourcing for the to pay for their yeah <laughs> their that's the I, going on tour to the city I'm from and staying with <laughs> you know what I mean like and staying <laughs> totally. with friends and family and getting home having spent four hundred and fifty dollars like right. like we all know that's what's happening Be and not because that the person who's doing that is doing it wrong because that's how it works yeah. like that, that's just that's what's normal what i love you about know? it though is like because we're shitting on it pretty hard but the cool the thing i love about really like getting good at comedy stand-up in general is that you you can go anywhere in the country for the most part and there should be like a show you can get on yeah, so you could be There's in whatever city and like, like I'm going to go to the biggest, most fun party and I'm the guest of honor tonight. Yeah, right. And you just sort of, you just start breakdancing in the middle of the party. Yeah, I think there's a there's a cool, you know, like Splinter Cell Network of like <laughs> DIY comedy now. And there, and so many people are and it's not if I think people who say they're not doing it to like get attention are lying you know like everybody oh, wants yeah. to be famous everybody wants to make it and we know that 98 ish to 99 percent of us aren't gonna make it you know yeah but that doesn't mean that's why like I'm, I'm always an advocate for like just do local comedy just like you don't like stop trying to you're gonna spend so much money and getting experiences so like yeah if you have the money go do it go you know like totally. go to other cities do other crowds do things you would never be exposed to in colorado which is like a lot <laughs> there's a lot that we're not exposed to in crowds you know totally and and you know go do that stuff and that's great but if you don't have access to that just don't make it a a money pit just do local comedy and have fun and you'll get cool opportunities sometimes that people would that you get because you're you're working for it yeah. you know and if you really want to push it going on the road and seeing every other place possible is the best way to do it i think yeah for sure and then, and then once you're but and that's the thing is it's like just do it and you know it's yeah. it's do it in order <laughs> like, like yeah. it's, don't go on the road you know, like, and then it, yeah it exists the way it exists for a reason you know like it's if you if you want to get good at it and you want to not you know but lose your mind and but and the, i guess that's it's people do that too. A lot of people, it's like, you know, drinking is, is part of the sport of doing comedy and excessive, you know, partying and drug use and all that. And I don't look down on that at all. That's, you know, <laughs> that's, that's what comedy is kind of. Yeah. Right. Really and, then, is. and we all know the benefits of doing stuff like that, you know, and <laughs> I miss and the drawbacks. Yeah. Oh yeah. I miss seeing you dunk on people fucking oh, hard. That's sweet. I miss doing that too. <laughs> you, I, made some people like i saw some people kind of <laughs> shudder no. well i think that's funny i like i yeah 
Do you, you remember what you said to Tyree? <laughs> I knew you were going to have something. I knew it. I knew it. All right, which joke? Go ahead. Let's say. Are you talking about the roast battle I had with Tyree? Yes. Please explain who Tyree uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Joe. You're canceled. Right. Whatever. I know. It doesn't matter. No, Tyree loves this joke anyway. <laughs> he, was, he was really happy about it. So I was on uh, a roast battle at ratio beer works which was a super fun room in denver and i hopefully still is and um (laughs) tyree and i went up against each other tyree is a comedian who um he's very funny he's in a wheelchair and so (laughs) that's that's the setup and so i it it being a roast battle oh we were given topics and our topic first topic off was amusement parks um, I will say Tyree went on to win this battle against me and knock me out as well as win the entire show. So like he definitely, um, he brought the best jokes hands down. So, but obviously cause he beat me, but mine, I said, I didn't think it was fair that they, um, gave us the topic of amusement parks because they put me up against the guy who's on a ride all the time. Um, that's why I was like, Tyree, you don't need to go to an amusement park. Just go down the hill real fast. Oh, like, <laughs> fuck. It's so fun. Yeah. No, and we had fun. And that's, you know, is that, can- should I get canceled no. for that? And, no. Well, I, but I mean, according to Twitter, probably. Well, you Twitter's know, a like, crazy person. <laughs> Twitter is one whole crazy person. Yeah. And, that, but, and that's it. Is It's like now that's, everyone's audience is virtual. Or if everyone's audience isn't virtual, you know, even pre- shut down of everything comics were having to worry about people taking video bigger comics famous yeah. comics not us uh <laughs> we're, we're having to worry about people taking video of them working out jokes and taking them out of context or a word that was used that's the other thing that happens it's like a word in the middle of a sentence and it's like yeah there are definitely some words that certain demographics of people shouldn't be saying because it's the wrong word for you to say i can give a an example from uh, material that I've had. I've had people say, you can never tell a rape joke. And it's like, all right, you know, valiant uh, uh, gesture to, you know, want to be in defense of people. But also, like, what if you're, t- what if you're the person who's been sexually assaulted and you're telling a joke about it? And you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that you're allowed to do that. And so, because then at that point, the their woke part of their brain just short circuits and fries because they're like uh, i'm silencing a woman you know and so it's like just let people say what they want to say and yeah. then judge them which is fine to do yeah. in the situation and then move on also how many mistakes have you made in your life and <laughs> if you put them in front of people in like a a list yeah they'll be like fuck you yeah, yeah what'd you exactly do? Well, and some not how many intentional shitty things have you done? Forget mistakes, yeah. you know. Like, like no nobody wants to to everyone to see the worst side of them. But then, if you're an asshole, um, and you say shitty things and you hurt people, um, you're gonna show people that, and then yeah. everyone will know that about you. You know. Well, what? I I am an asshole. Like, I'm fine with that. And I'm fine. <laughs> see, this is why we need video because everyone needs to see how you smiled when I said that. He was like, oh, thank God. She knows. No, well, after I, a whole night of you doing jokes, like, God, I'm assy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling real assy. Yeah. Well, and that, 
hosting open mic was really the only time when I dunked on people super hard. Oh yeah. Um, I, I remember one time you were, it was, oh, it was, it was this comic and he's like, you're like, any, like any plugs. And I remember I was with you, you, you two before you like went up and like uh-huh. did the switch out and he said, you like any plugs? And he was like, uh, yeah, I have a show in uh, uh, March <laughs> in Fort Collins, and this is in yeah. Longmont, like forty minutes away. And in yeah, two and it's and it's in January. Yeah, yeah. And, you, <laughs> yeah. and you were like, you were like, all right, next comic, he's got a show in where is it? Fort Collins, and when? March. I'm gonna have two periods before your next. Show. <laughs> Why are you telling people about a show? 45 miles away <laughs> i and then like and then you're like all right let's give in it up two, for <laughs> in two months yeah no uh, oh, yeah <laughs> but everybody's guilty of it that's why it's it sucks to like give uh, my favorite comics to ever host especially at you know the more remote rooms where i've hosted were the ones who would i would be trying to give them like you know a pretty standard intro and they would just walk up to me and stand directly beside me just like just don't it's okay yeah. like, like don't right. don't don't give me plugs it's fine like even though they just told me like yeah i don't know tell them i'm gonna be on it's whatever in denver next tuesday and then i'm doing it and they're like rolling their eyes <laughs> <laughs> at their own plug and it's like you fucking told me to say this what the fuck yeah yeah yeah, and they're like, none of you guys are going to come to it anyway, so it's fine. Next Sweden has a podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. That's, but I definitely, I think I only forgot a comic's name, like a comic I didn't know his name, uh, like one time, and it was like he was a first timer, and so, but it's, I think it's fine. That that's open mic. Like you should give people those experiences, regardless of what. Uh, what stage they're at or how many how many times they've tried stand up oh, comedy yeah. when they were drunk, you know, for because oh, yeah. their friends were like, sign up. Um, and those people are fun, and sometimes those people are really funny. And it's not, you know, it's it's like a blind beginner's luck kind of thing. Oh, totally. Ten out of ten times. They come sure. back again. They're like, "Why? Why am I not the best again? Yeah, I was the best last <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah." And it's like, "Oh yeah," because you're being drunk and an asshole, and everyone, you know, and it was fresh. It was new. Yeah, and your friends were here laughing at you. It was brand new. Yeah. Oh, and then it, it's. I was going to, I was going to, it's too sad. I was going to talk about the heartbreak of like seeing people just nuclear meltdown, like people who are new at it, just like oh. abort mid and they get red. You start, you start hearing <laughs> like the, the lights, the, the, the of the lights. Yeah, yeah, above yeah. It. And you're, oh. you can like hear them gulping and like, the, <laughs> and then like, and like they, the they, mouth they dries up. And like, <laughs> they don't know how to like use the mic either. It's so like, yeah. So anyway, I was, I was. <laughs> well i forgot the punchline of that one can i do another one yeah can, i love my I favorite ones over? too my favorite ones are when they're like like they do their last joke and they yeah, look at the, everyone's just quiet and they just kind of like all right i'm done <laughs> yeah yeah they don't know what to do anymore all right i'm done yeah, i'm done yeah take your medicine yeah crazy vulnerability it is crazy. What it what is. got you into comedy? Because I, I, you asked me what was what what's what what sparks my demons. Well, well, I've always been a performer. Um, I started doing theater and stuff when I was in high yeah. school. Yeah, so I did a lot of that, um, and I did improv comedy. So did um, I. From yeah, from which is like, funny because improv comedy is the uh, 
the safer version of open mic comedy at stand-up. <laughs> yeah. It's like you pay $300 to make sure you're in a, yes. a, a nice, comfortable a classroom. That you get a review at the end that makes you feel like you grew as a person. No matter yeah. what you do, everyone goes, yay. Yeah, good end. job. You tried. You yeah. did it. Yes, it is definitely the bumper lanes of the bowling alley in yes. terms of comedy improv. But, but I think as... And that's as a performing art, I think. But I think as a thing to practice with people who help you develop, it's great for writing and comedy and public speaking and all of that shit, which is why it's not really a comedy. (laughs) 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 It's funny. It's funny. It can be really fun and funny, but it's also, it's a free form, you know, performing art. Yeah. And so uh, I did, I did that. Um, And then I didn't do... I did, I would dance too. I did ballet and modern dance and stuff. And then, and then I didn't do anything for a long time because I was an adult, you know, like I, I stopped doing fun things like that. Yeah. I stopped spending money on things like that. And then after I had my daughter, um, it just, it really did happen in a way of like when, for when I got pregnant to like when my daughter was small, I started to realize like a lot of the things that I was saying about my experience were making people laugh, you know, and people would say like, that's funny. Like that, that's, (laughs) this is a great stroking off myself story, but (laughs) but, like people would be like, you're so funny. Um, fucking funny Joe. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, it, so I was like, I, I, I wanted to write again, you know, I hadn't yeah. really written in a while and I, and I was like, maybe I should start writing some of this down. And so I started doing that. And then I realized at a certain point that I wanted to, um, I have, I wanted to make short films and stuff, which I've done a little bit of that, but that was sort of my intention. And so I was like, I want to do comedy, um, yeah. on film, you know, writing all of that. So I sort of like did my, some research on how, how to do that and in terms of writing exercises the shortest route to feedback is stand-up comedy and going to open mics because anybody can come sign up you can try anything um for any reason you know (laughs) you can work your shit out on stage uh inside and outside and then you come back with new ideas and and I really did just just start that process to become a better writer and to figure out what I wanted to say. And then at a certain point, I I forgot that doing stand up wasn't my intention because it it became the thing that I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, I I had the same thing where I I leaned towards comedy for the longest time, like doing all these different creative pursuits mm-hmm. that had like jokes in them. Yeah, and I didn't realize the thing that was driving me was the silliness. Right. Yeah. And the, well, usually the neuroses of like needing to make everything funny so that everything's okay, you know, that that comes from that dark origin or the, or stressful, you know, becoming a a parent. I think, I think it happens for a lot of people then, you know, or going through a breakup is a huge one. That's what got me into comedy. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's, that's another open mic thing. It's like, how many times have, have you uh, spoken to somebody who it's their first time trying comedy and the first thing out of their mouth is like, yeah, I just got dumped. So yeah. like, <laughs> and that's, that's so feel- cool. <laughs> like the open mic comedy, they kind of like trickle in those people who are like the desperate come, like, you know, the desperate people come in. But the thing about an improv class is everyone's meeting at the same day <laughs> and you just see all these little lambs like, mm, yeah. just like shaking like, Oh God. Aww. 
zip zap zap. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make some funny today at the funny Dude, factory. I had a I had a cl- I I taught, which was weird. I was like I taught improv for a little bit, which like I only did it for like two cool. years, and they're like, You wanna teach? And I'm like, I I'm all right, I'll get paid yeah. to do this silly shit. And yeah. I had one class where it was like all elderly women and one old dude. <laughs> Nice. His name was George, and he was like never been married, has a dog, and he's just the horniest old dude ever in every scene. <laughs> like he would just every scene, I'd be like, "All right, you're in the park. You're 12 year olds. You're playing frisbee, and uh, you know, here we go. Ready, scene." And then, and he'd be like, "Hey, you want to go back to my place?" Like, "Hey, George, you're 12. You're 12 years old." And you have a lollipop in your hand. <laughs> Let's do some space work. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you're, the, the, the theater I was working at, they're like, oh, we have to work smart and from the heart. So no oh, bad boy. words or any oh, real no. human situation. So yeah, every time right. he whipped his dick out in a scene, I'm like, hey, George! <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you come sit on my lap, cutie? Yeah. yeah. There's like so many scenes where I'm like, George, you're eight years old. <laughs> try again yeah <laughs> george you're picking out dogs at the animal shelter <laughs> try again <laughs> i brought some peanut butter like <laughs> there's something to that at the place where I started doing improv, it was like a little, it was like a team competitive uh, referee style improv. Oh, yeah, place. yeah. Uh, and they, um, they had the brown bag. They would brown bag you. So if somebody was like, um, give me a suggestion of a historical figure. And somebody's like, George Washington. And they're like, all right. And then um, give me an object. And somebody's like, dildo. They would get a brown bag put on their head for the remainder of the show that had two little eyes cut out and they had this whole song they would sing <laughs> when they when they back brown bag somebody and it could happen to a performer too if a performer slipped up and said balls or whatever yeah um they would have to wear the brown bag and then and then for the remainder of the show would have to justify the brown bag on their head for the rest of the show because so they couldn't pretend it wasn't there it, wow. it just yeah I, it, it's like a visual representation of censorship. <laughs> like, <laughs> it really is. That's what's weird about improv theaters, though, is they're so... I mean, there's there's a reason why they're all hurting super hard right now. It's because like, I feel like the model for running an improv theater is like, all right, we got to buy a theater and not pay anyone ever. Yeah. And then and charge then, $30 a ticket. <laughs> yes. And then we're going to put one guy in charge who happens to have a thing for female college students <laughs> and and then, and then that's who ends up there and then it so that scene. The, yeah scene <laughs> edit <laughs> yeah and it's like they're all brought down by either like financial scandal of some kind or uh and like labor exploitation is usually a part of that like people yep. are like i would bartend there all weekend and make four dollars you know and like totally. and then i would get yelled at to take out the trash or whatever like shit like that happens all the time and then everyone's surprised when that guy turns out to be like oh he moved here from that other city because he got run out of that other city for being a, a weirdo dude, like, <laughs> dude the, the, when the me too because i was in the improv i started doing improv when the yeah. me too movement was happening and you just started seeing a shift on how people were like can i um and we're boyfriend and girlfriend in this scene. Is it okay if I touch your shoulder for half a yeah, second? Yeah, right. And then it's like you're, this is happening during the scene. Is it okay if I yeah, do this really quick? Shoulder. 
awkward. Yeah. This is going to be well, really funny. I felt I I was fortunate like in the the group that I kind of fell in with for learning long form because while there was a guy who was revealed to be a sexual predator not too long ago, uh, he didn't like me. So oh, perfect. Yeah. So <laughs> I avoided it, and I didn't get any stage time because of it. And you know, I, I definitely feel lucky, but also the rest of the community was really great. And there were so many teachers and, um, just like other improvisers who would respect whatever scene you started. And like, so like there were tons of times where I played like a dude on a football team or whatever, or like, you know, like it was just, it was really easy because I, sometimes I like, I think I'm funnier for other people sometimes like i'm funnier as a dude playing football sometimes than i am as you know who i am and i pitched a sketch once where i was like because i was doing some sketches with them and i was like you know and i you know i I grew up in the era of like whitest kids you know that's what the sketch comment whitest kids you know i was like i want to do a sketch where it's like i'm elsa i'm an elsa i'm I'm in a dress i'm elsa they hired an elsa person for a scene like an Elsa impersonator kind of thing for like a birthday party. Yeah. And I come out and like <laughs> one gal was like, I'm going to have a rant right now. And like, just <gasps> let me have it for like, you think it's funny wearing a dress? You think it's funny? <laughs> and like, I'm a giant burly dude with I'm chest hair. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's kind of funny. <laughs> right. It's not, no one's saying, like, you're being a man in a dress. You're yeah. not being something else. You're- yeah. And I'm not like, doing like a like i'm not like, like we're not making fun of trans people or anything like that no, it's literally right. have you seen luke in a dress it's fucking hilarious <laughs> like yeah yeah tree trunk no, legs that's yeah. well and i've it's i've done i guess i've probably done the same thing because i uh bro kimbrel was one of my that um, was so fucking funny bro yeah, one, of, one of my favorite bits i've ever done bro kimbrel was just my uh way of dealing with uh hosting open mics i guess can you resurrect and, bro kimbrell for two minutes i don't even remember any of bro kimbrell's jokes i would just go Dick i would jokes, wear, and then I what else look, yeah oh like uh the other day i was walking on the street and this dog started barking at my dick like <laughs> that kind of like and like did you draw like a pencil did you like draw like a pencil no i just did a wax for a while no (laughs) i i wore like sunglasses and a baseball cap oh fuck my my you know kind of like dude clothes yeah and that it was fun it was like i just Uh, wanted to let them all know what i think of them and i and doing it right in front that was uh what was that what was that place called luke that that open mic at that real western outback saloon because outback i was saloon. like yeah because i was like there somebody's like yeah there's a new mic at, at outback and i was like steakhouse <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better <laughs> outback steakhouse that would have been a better mic get me a house salad and a couple of those brown breads we're going mm-hmm. to town but um yeah i i that, that was one of those rooms that had like football on behind you Pool and tables. pool tables and a, like an arcade and mm-hmm. like a daycare center and shit inside so you could drop your kids off so they could watch yeah. a bachelorette yeah. party where everyone's six years old yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, <laughs> the bartender would uh would request that the comedy 
PA be turned down. Yeah, it's too loud. <laughs> All the time. You guys are way too loud over there. We can't. And then they put can't. a paper bag on your head. Yeah. Everyone playing pool is like, you're really distracting us. Can you yeah. please keep it down? I, I had one joke work there and I was like, wow. And then the, I just all the yeah. other times I went there was just like oh this is this place this hurts yeah. yeah that was a painful place I I really liked another uh open mic that had pool tables which actually was my favorite open mic ever anywhere um was Devin's pub um mm. which <clears throat> it went went away sometimes excuse me good one <laughs> went, yeah I'm trying you're drinking a mic's hard no 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 it's a ginger ale I'm drinking oh, okay ginger I thought you're like <clears throat> 11 a.m yeah <laughs> it's a little glass mics. bottle of ginger ale it makes you feel like you're drinking a fancy cocktail drink yeah but yeah Devin's pub they would uh they'd play pool but they they were really supportive of the open mic too they were they liked you know some of the comics a lot and and they also liked to make fun of the comics and so they would stop they, they would like wait to, to break until somebody told a joke that bombed and then they would break <laughs> so you would like you would you would just made, everyone would be silent listening to you everyone in the room and then a comic would tell a joke and they would eat their own dick and then no one would laugh and so you would hear a moment of silence and then you would hear <laughs> and then everyone start laughing and talking and then that was the rest of your set was everyone was just socializing so it was like they would <sighs> they were like the arbiters of like are we gonna listen to these this person god that's awesome yeah that yeah is that awesome. was a fun I, which i think everybody needs that you know you gotta love I that I've, there's a mic too once where was, there's was a pinball machine right next to the stage <laughs> yeah it's another fun one is when it's right next to the bathroom oh and yeah so you hear all the bathroom sounds every sound that happens oh, yeah. in the bathroom every single time someone goes in the bathroom so awesome. sometimes you can hear actual urine hitting water sometimes um i love that the, the joke is just like they tell the joke and then it's just silent you're flush and then they aired from the dispenser and you know everyone in there whether they f- regularly wash their hands or not after going to the bathroom has to because they've all heard everyone else's entire bathroom routine start to finish <laughs> And so they know everyone can hear me and will know that I didn't wash my hands. So I'm required to make this series of noise during this person's public performance. Here we go. Otherwise, you're other. You're outsider. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's fun like that. And then uh, my other favorite interruption is a drunk girl ordering a drink and or yelling at her boyfriend. You know what? <laughs> that, that is one of the funniest ones. You just start hearing like a, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah, a double. Got a double. <laughs> How much? Yeah. Do you Who are my you? Card? Do you yeah. have my card? Can you put it on Sean's tab? Sean. <laughs> Sean. What's your last name? Like, Sean. yeah, you hear the the whole thing. Can you turn the stage down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the comic says something about it, and then the girl goes, Oh, I guess it's not my turn to talk. Lindsay, we can't talk. Oh. Lindsay, uh, we're not allowed to talk. How many times? Okay, because I think you and I have had. If you've ever run an open mic comedy and actually tried to wrestle a crowd that's being ridiculous, oh how many God. times have you actually like pointed to someone, and go like, "Hey, you're like being annoying for everyone," and they like they've never had that level of criticism yeah. so openly, and you're and you know, like, we have the comfort to like go, "Hey, I'll hey, stop the show and look at yeah. you for a second. 
Like, shut the fuck up. When you, the first time you hear your own voice amplified in a room saying, shut the fuck up to another person, like, it's a big boy moment. Like, it's a, like, you feel, you feel big. You feel like a big boy. And, and, and then everyone goes like, oh, what's going to happen? It's like the teacher got mad. Yeah, yeah, right. Because sometimes you say it to the psychopath student who charges the desk <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't care about going to the principal's office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like I've had to throw people out of a show. I've had to tell, uh, I've had to tell people to be quiet at the bar aggressively, and then find out after that that they are like on the chamber of commerce and they're. <laughs> friends with the owner of the bar and stuff and it's just like god damn it like i I don't care like shut up we're doing Mm -hmm. a performance like if you care about the bar you should shut the fuck up like yeah all time shut up is so good yeah hey shut up also giving them attention is good sometimes too sometimes Mm -hmm. i remember one time there was a girl who wouldn't i wasn't hosting it but it was at an open mic that i did host i had previously hosted so i was just there doing a set and um there was a girl who was talking to everyone just just every comic she was just answering their questions and finishing their jokes and making you know helping yeah and giving suggestions yeah being a helpful person and certainly not someone we can tell to be quiet because then we would be you know getting rid of the help (laughs) yeah right (laughs) we would be really rude in that situation um to disrespect her that way so then i got up and i was like I want to talk to you. And she was like, I don't know, you know, because they shut down when they Mm -hmm. want to talk to them. And I was like, no, 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 we're, you know, now you're going to talk to me. And I was, it was, I think I said like, because you need attention. Like, I'm going to give you attention. You need attention. And she, (laughs) and she laughed. Like she was cool with it. And I ended up telling her that if she didn't talk, if she stayed for the entire rest of the open mic and she didn't talk, I would buy her a drink after the show was over and she she said she was like okay and i was like really like sometimes you if you treat them like children oh yeah you, you, know, treat. you can yeah you will you gotta treat and she behaved the whole rest of the show and she had a nice conversation with me and that was one of those moments where you can teach somebody like hey you're nice and you're cool and you're a fun person to have at a comedy yeah. show don't fucking do that again yeah. like <laughs> never Here's ever do box. that again yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck Man. Yeah, but what do I know? I'm an, I internalize misogyny and I hate myself and women. So, <laughs> <laughs> good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's what women like that yell at me during shows that I'm being mean to them. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I uh, I've always appreciated that you're like. I mean, anytime I've ever any situation like on a on a global social level happening, I I would actually ask you like, is this bullshit? What's going on? And you, <laughs> you've been like been my arbiter for like where, where is, <laughs> yeah. is this actually bullshit? Yeah, like real? what are we are we doing something about this or do we care? Yeah. That's nice. I'm glad that you have that much trust in my. Uh... No, I I enjoyed doing comedy with you so much, Luke. That was. Uh, I was just talking to someone the other night who we were both on like the one of the I think the first show you hosted at Scrumpies was that your first show? Yeah, 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 that you hosted, and we we were like, God, that was fun. That was like one of my favorite shows I've ever been on. Like that no was shit. so much. Yeah, it really like that's top five for sure. 
um oh shit my pants that night that was my first yeah i know and that's i was so proud of you and you were man we've been i actually next thursday is five years for me which i haven't done comedy like this year at all i've done it like would have been five years it would have been five years (laughs) what happens to our comedy anniversary now like we do have to remove this time yeah. well unless you're hustling right now yeah lots of people are. it's impossible are to hustle right now you're hustling in a in quicksand right now it's if you're so, hustling yeah but you know look that 30 dollars a month ain't gonna make itself you know? <laughs> it just needs to pay my subsidized health insurance you know yeah i think if comics want to do open mics right now they should have to show their tax returns <laughs> oh yeah they should have to like the president they should have to prove that their income came from comedy you have to do you have to show your tax return and at least one cease and desist order that you've received (laughs) there's like a (laughs) open mics are the cesspool both bacterial bacteria wise and just like thought wise you know oh yeah for sure that's that's where everything bad originates <laughs> like that's where <laughs> but also from that spawning the- <laughs> pool all the good things can yeah come from it, it is it's just it, evolution like comes from a real ugly place you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a it is a real cesspool oh that's fun well is there any anything you wanted to like tell folks because i've i mean i um, missed the shit out of you seriously i miss you too it was i uh, I got, I got a real job and for the first time in, I don't know, three years or so, like, uh, and it feels really good. Like I'm, I'm happy. I'm writing it out. I think comedy might come back, um, in the next year or two, <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the way we knew it, I think, I think it's going to take a while and you know, I might be back. I might not like right now. It's just like, I'm I'm at peace with stuff and I, I see lots of people trying lots of cool shit and trying lots of really unsafe, scary shit. And I, (laughs) I I want everybody to be okay. And I want everybody to like, you know, to deal with this as best as you can. And Mm -hmm. like, I miss, I, I do miss you. Like I miss doing comedy. I miss everybody. It sucks. All right. Well, if you can follow misogynist comic, Joe (laughs) Cameron. Yeah, no, you, I missed you too. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Luke. And I'm glad we found out what's wrong with you. Me too. You too. Yeah. Yeah.